Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Seeking Truth podcast. We have a very special guest with us today, Jack Black, all the way from Mado. Hello. How are we going? We're doing good. How are you Excellent. doing? Yeah, really well. Thank you. Great. Thanks for having me. So um, for everyone who isn't familiar with who you are and like your background, uh, share a little bit about yourself so our listeners can get to know you a bit better. Yeah. So uh, look, I, I'm Jack Black, as we stated, um, originally from uh, the Maitland campus of our church, uh, Good Life Church. Um, moved to Newcastle full-time two and a half years ago, thereabouts. Um, I'm a worship leader here. I'm, a, I'm an instrumentalist as well, so I play guitar, drums, mm-hmm. whatever is really needed. Um, yeah, I've been doing that for a few years now, which yeah. is exciting. So, yeah. Cool. About me. Love it. And so we're going to talk today, um, obviously, as Jack said, he is a worship leader, um, powerful worship leader of um, our church here in Newcastle. And so I wanted to bring him onto the podcast today and unpack a little bit more about, you know, leading worship and because um, it is it is a big role and it's an important role, I think, yeah. um, within churches because you kind of, you know, you set that atmosphere for everyone. Yeah. yeah. Um, you and so you be hitting the service. Yeah. You know, you're kind of the, the first thing that people hear when they walk into mm. the building on a Sunday morning. Definitely. So. Yeah. And yeah. Um, yeah, I wanted to help. I guess shed some light on that and unpack that a little bit more for awesome. for people. Um, so why don't we start with like how you how you started getting into like singing in general, like yeah. as a kid or a teenager, or yeah, how did you yeah, start well, on this? I've basically been singing as long as I could talk, hmm. effectively. So I've ne- I've never I've never really trained in in singing. I've always just had sound. It sounds really pretentious, but you know, hear my heart. It's I've I've always just kind of had that ability to hmm. to sing. Um, even back in, you know, preschool days, there are videos of me singing along and, mm. you know, vibing to whatever nursery rhymes we're listening <laughs> to. And I think that just kind of translated through, you know, my teenage years and that sort of thing. So yeah. it's always been um, an ability that I've had. Yeah. And it's just something that I've worked on for the last 20 odd years. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And would you say you were always like passionate about it or it was something that you were just like kind of good at and the passion came later? I think, yeah, I think it was definitely, I was just, I was kind of good at it and people kind of, no one really knew about it until about year, gosh, year eight. So I was maybe 14 Mm -hmm. and I played at a performance at school and everyone was like, wait, hang on a minute. How long (laughs) has that been happening? Do you Mm -hmm. think? And so I've just kind of, I kind of went, oh, maybe this is something that I could really work on and excel mm. at and make it a bigger part of my life. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I just sort of, yeah, since then I've been sort of, I sing basically every day. Yeah. So I'm always practicing. I'm always, you know, in the car, at home, wherever I am. I've always mm. got, you know, a song in my head that I'm always sort of practicing and trying to work on. Mm. Just sort of hone my craft a little bit more yeah, so that wow. I can excel as much as possible. Wow. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And like throughout this whole journey – like where did you have a relationship with god like from a young age like you know was god ever a thing that you aligned with your singing skills or yeah well i mean the the, the second people at youth and church found out i could sing i was on every worship team <laughs> um so it's 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 always been they've, they've always been you know well, since i was since i was a teenager there's been parallels mm. with you know um worship and like my singing so, um, yeah, I'd definitely say there's always been a link there, mm-hmm. um, which is which is which is good. And I think I think God's really played a huge part in me keeping that passion and that mm. vision for wanting to excel. Mm. Because there's no, there would be, it would be remiss of me to not try and 
make myself as good as I possibly can with this gift that God's given me. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, whatever form that takes, whether it be singing in church or in other projects, you know, mm-hmm. as long as I keep in the back of my mind that I'm doing this for the glory of, the glory of God, that's, yeah, wow. that's it. That's the reason I do it. Yeah. So, yeah. That's so good. And yeah. so you view your voice as like, a, you know, something that God's gifted to you. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100% because... Again, I've never been I've never been trained, um, but I've seen a lot of I've been fortunate and blessed enough to see a lot of success through it. Mm. I can't reconcile it being anything other than a gift from God mm. because nothing else makes sense. Yeah, there's no there would be no reason for for me to have this this talent without God going without God sort of instilling it in me. So yeah. it's always been something that I've known has been from God. Mm. Um, whatever my walk looked like at various points in my life mm. i knew that that was something that god gave me and that was you know yeah that's sort of what spurred me on to keep getting better and keep improving yeah yeah did, did you find that helped you connect with god's you know in those lower moments or those down moments when maybe you're struggling mm. with your faith in god that yeah. having this still in your life this gift or this i guess physical reminder of god's yeah. Well, that's what Grace. it served. That's what it served as. I think it's it's definitely served as a physical reminder of, mm. you know, who I'm doing all this for, because mm. he's so graciously given me this gift that I that he's never asked anything in return for. Yeah, wow. You know, um, so I, I think it, yeah, it has served as a physical reminder to just, you know, like if, you know, a reminder of who I'm doing this for. Yeah, so, so yeah. good. Wow. Mm. And so, like, coming back to what you said about, you know, you're in youth and people kind of clicked onto the fact of, oh, Jack yeah. sounds good yeah. when he sings. And yeah. Now you're thrown into, like, you know, worshipping every yeah. week. Like, how is that? How is that shift from, like, this is my, you know, thing I do for myself to mm. now I'm thrown into the spotlight every week in front of a, a crowd? Yeah, look, I, I mean, I, I did, I did theatre when I was a kid. Mm. So the idea of a crowd and a spotlight was never too intimidating. Mm. Um, I just wasn't sure how people were going to react to it before mm. I actually showed people that I could sing. Mm. Um, and so I think there was, there was, there was slight nerves, but I think ultimately it came back to, I'm not doing this for me. I'm doing this for, doing this for God yeah, and wow. you know, his glory and the, the building of his kingdom. So mm. it doesn't really matter. Yeah. And over the years, I've just become more confident in my ability and I, I know that I'm, I'm good enough where people won't be too brutal about it because um, you know I've still got feelings and things like that and so it's you know, it's always nice when people it's always nice when people say nice things but that's not the reason I yeah the reason I do it so yeah, yeah, yeah. it's always been yeah it's always been for God so yeah whatever whatever it's looked like yeah and then um, your confidence has just grown in that over time yeah obviously. 100% yeah. and as my ability has grown so mm. has my confidence and mm. so you know you, you practice something for 10 years you kind of you get really good at it and you kind of go, I'm really good at this thing. Mm. I'm confident in that and I'm not sort of worried about, yeah. you know, the technicalities behind what I'm doing. Do you ever have days that you like doubt? Like, am I doing the wrong thing? Like, have I been on a 10-year journey in the no. wrong direction? No. No, I've always, again, it comes back to why would God give me this gift mm. and make me, you know, and push me to... to to get better mm. if it wasn't for an overarching purpose. Oh, it wouldn't make any sense. Like it just wouldn't, I can't reconcile any other reason than God going, this is a gift that I've given you yeah. and I want you to build my kingdom with it. Otherwise, nothing I do makes any sense. Yeah. You know? Otherwise, there's nothing that I do where I, you know, where I, it makes sense. Yeah. So, 
Yeah. You have a I clear mean, purpose, clear calling. I've never doubted. Your life. Yeah. Never doubted that that God has given me this gift. Amazing. Yeah. Ever. That's so good. Um, and so, like, tell me the journey from then. I'm singing in youth. Like, mm. did you start as like BV? Did you start as worshiply? Like, tell me the tell me the journey of like growing through the church and serving yeah. on the worship team. Yeah. So I started as BV as. As is the standard process. Background vocals, by the way. Just yes, thought of that. Background yes. vocals is what BB stands for for those yes. people at home. Correct. Um, so I started in that as as everyone does and should because it's a really big ask to throw someone mm. in the deep end in terms of leading a service because mm. it's more than just singing in the middle of the stage with mm. the loudest microphone, you know? Mm. Um, so I started, in, I started as a BV, was doing that for gosh, probably 18 months, two years, mm-hmm. just sort of working on practicalities like stage presence and mm-hmm. and, and pitch and tone, that sort of thing, really sort of honing that. Mm-hmm. And then there was, there was at one point that I just started, I was just rustled onto worship lead yeah. um, at youth and then it just kind of snowballed from there. <laughs> it was honestly like it was a very organic process. It kind yeah. of, there was no one that went, we're going to get a worship lead. I was just rustled on one week. Yeah. And then I kind of went, okay, this is, a thing now yeah better be good at it <laughs> better better get good and so i just kind of you know yeah and that, that was gosh what's that eight eight nine years ago yeah 15, wow. 16 some little 15 16 year old punk kid <laughs> leading leading worship at youth wow. out at mainland yeah. so that was it was a cool uh, it was a cool experience though yeah there were definitely things that i learned along the way which really influenced and you know obviously helped me get get better at what I what I do. Mm. So um, I'm grateful for that whole. I'm glad it wasn't just like an express thing straight mm. to the straight to worship leading because mm. there were just so many things I would have missed out on. Yeah. If it had been, you know, hey, you're going to worship lead now without doing any sort of you know. I'm glad that I didn't miss all the learning experiences. Yeah. Because they're so important. And I think that's that's one area that. Um, a lot of people struggle and is like, you know, they feel really called to singing and like mm. have these visions of like leading worship and then yeah. they're rostered on. They go every every mm-hmm. week to like rehearsals and they're mm. always BB, BB, BB. And they, yeah. I think they get really disheartened. So like, yeah, did you ever experience that? Or what can you say to encourage people that are in this situation? Look, right I, I think that, I think that, um, that feeling of sort of not being um, properly utilized is a completely human thing to, mm. um, it's a completely human thing to think, but that's kind of the issue mm. because if we all, if, if, if that's the, if the primary goal is to just get to the front, like, you know, the middle of the stage, but like I said, with the loudest microphone, then what are we really doing it for? Yeah, wow. Like what is, what good is worship leading if you're not worshiping first, right? Like mm. it doesn't make any sense to just kind of go, I'm only doing this really for the performance side of it. And no one, I don't think anyone who's on a platform on a worship team would explicitly say that, mm. but I think that their attitude towards, and I'm not trying, I'm by no means trying to condemn anyone, but I think that sort of attitude really, it really shows mm. when it comes to a creative team because mm. your leaders will kind of go, what are you? Yeah. It's the heart behind you, why you're Yeah, exactly. What are, you, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing here? Like, what are you doing this for? You yeah. know? So, um, Yeah. I think it's just be, let that process happen. Let that process happen and really embrace it because, mm. and that sounds like really stock standard advice, but it's so, 
It's so important. Mm. There's a reason that process is put in place. Mm. It cultivates you. Like that's 100%. the that's like almost the fermentation process of the wine. You know, like yeah. you you need to like you said you learnt so much stuff in that two yeah. years that you wouldn't have learnt if you were straight away worship leader. Yeah, exactly. If you just squeeze if you just squeeze grapes, it's just not wine. That doesn't mm. make wine. That just makes grape juice. Grape juice with, <laughs> with like a foot undertone, which is like fine if you're into that. But <laughs> I think like that there is there is a specific. Um, process set out for a reason and I think you need to trust that and it's okay to kind of think about man you know I'd love to worship it it's great to have a goal it's great to have an end goal but end of the day you're there for a reason no one's on any position in the worship team by accident I firmly believe that yeah you're you're doing what you're called to do Mm. and it just may take some time to get you to the point where you feel you should be Mm. you know Mm. not that that should be the end goal but yeah yeah, and yeah. I guess like God can give you a vision, but um, you know sometimes that vision He gives us is like five years down the track. One hundred percent. But He shares that with you because He wants to show you where He wants to take you. Yeah. And that's almost the beauty that He, you know, He calls this thing out of us, mm. even though we're not yet that. You know, exactly. He called us when we were sinners. You know, that's so right. like that's He right. sees the beauty in in the potential of us, and yeah, we may have a vision to you know be leading worship or whatever whatever it is that mm. you know you feel called to do, and just because you're not there yet, like. Doesn't mean it will never happen, yeah. and it, will, it doesn't mean it will never happen. Yeah. I, you know, I, you know, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Mm. It, it all it all comes back to the fact that God does have a plan and a purpose for us mm. for good, mm. and you know, and for prosperity. And so, mm. He's not just going to like make you sit in the in the wings the whole time. If he's yeah. if he's put that calling on your heart, he's not just going to go. Oh well, that was that was a nice idea. Yeah, but that's never going to happen. Yeah, like why would you think that? He's gonna yeah. he's gonna bring you to that place, but you just need to trust. The process. The process and trust mm. him that he's actually going to deliver you to that. Yeah. In the midst of, you know. Yeah. And to humble our hearts in the meantime of the growing <laughs> yeah. process to yeah. get there. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's, you know, yeah, because that, that attitude, if that attitude is what's leading the service, mm. then that's not a, yeah you know, that's not a great yeah attitude to lead a service with. Yeah, definitely. So, because it's not just your, it's not just you on platform, obviously, you're surrounded by a whole band. And also, you've, you've got to realize you're not just singing for you or the band. You're singing for people's eternities. Mm. You're, you're leading people into the presence of God. And that's that you, you can't just you can't just sort of throw that by the wayside. That has to be the core yeah. thing that you're thinking because you're like, this is, this is, there's been weight put on me. You know, there's been weight put on me for these people. Mm. No one's in that room by accident, is my, mm. I guess, is my overarching point. Mm. No one's in, no one's in any service by accident. They're there for that reason. Yeah, they're there for a reason, and so I think, yeah, you've really got to be sensitive to that mm. and really understand that. Like, like you said, maybe this isn't the maybe this isn't my season to be worship leading right now. But I think it, I you know I know I believe that it's going to happen. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And so, how do you being aware of the fact that you're singing for people's salvations and not just to mm. have a nice voice? Mm. How how do you do that? How do you help transfer and communicate that to the crowd, or how do you help them encounter God? Look, I think you have to you have to have been in the presence of God yourself. You have to know mm. what you, what it looks like. Mm. There's an adage that gets thrown around every single creative team that I've ever heard, like I've ever been a part of, I've ever you know been a guest on. 
you can't lead somewhere where you haven't gone already. Can, can confirm that's every single every single creative team, and and it, there's a reason for that. It's so true. Mm. It's so true, and it's so valid. Um, yeah, I think it's it's your eternity as well. Mm. You know, like it's not just not just everyone else's. It's your eternity as well, and there's mm. a reason that you're doing it yeah. for you too. Yeah. So I think you know, yeah, that that acknowledgement that you know it's my eternity as well that sort of helps center you a little bit because you're like oh man this is like if it's mine that's everyone else's as well because we're all on the same we're all on the same service we're all doing the same thing we're all worshiping together yeah you know so i think you have to have that acknowledgement that it is your eternity as well yeah yeah and so in the moment are you like are you trying to connect with god in that moment are you trying to connect with god before the service so that you're going into it with the right frame of mind Mm. like how do you both you Obviously, connecting with God that comes back to, you know, you need to lead people where you've gone before. So you need mm. to be connecting outside of the service. But mm. there is nothing to say that you can't use a service mm. to connect with God as well. Yeah. I, you know, yeah, I'm a firm believer in... I've, I've had some of my most profound experiences in the presence of God while I've been worship leading. Mm. Um, and so, you know, I, yeah... It would be it would be weird to kind of ignore the idea of, you know, leading yourself in the presence of God in a service mm. and just doing it at home because mm. then it kind of it, to me it doesn't that doesn't add up that doesn't make any sense that doesn't seem like real because mm. if you're not trying to lead yourself in the presence of God mm. with you know first and foremost how can you lead yeah a congregation you know yeah. does that make sense like yeah, is that definitely. kind of and so I, I think yeah you need to do you need to do it before the service you need to do it outside of a service definitely for mm. sure but there's nothing to say that you can't have like you know be in that place in a service as well yeah it's not for you specifically like it's not your own personal time with god mm. but you can definitely use it as a time to hear from the holy spirit and yeah you know seek your own revelation from what you're singing or what you know yeah. what's on your heart and do you find that it then just naturally flows out of you into the crowd? Like, oh, one hundred percent. I think because because you you tend to get excited mm. when you like hear when you when you you've I'd, I'd, you've been in a service where like that atmosphere has mm. just been like different, and you've had a worship leader who is just killing it, mm. and they're just like you can tell they've they've heard something from God during the week. And they're leading with that enthusiasm. Mm. And that naturally just overflows into the congregation. Mm. That naturally just people kind of, they, they see that and they go, oh, whoa, this is, this is cool. Like they tend to follow you mm. with that. So, mm. yeah, I think there's definitely a natural overflow there. Yeah. It's like something tangible that mm. like, I don't know, it's almost like the energy that you give off when, when mm. you're genuinely connecting with God and not just like I'm up here, you know, yeah. singing the right notes. Like yeah. you can pick up on that as, the, as exactly. a person in the audience. Yeah. I mean, singing the right notes is important, but it's not the be all and end all of why mm. we do services yeah. and why we sing and why we worship lead. So, yeah, yeah I definitely think that there is um, a natural overflow yeah. on that side of things. Yeah. And do you ever find like... Maybe this is this is a thing that my brain does, but when I'm singing in the audience, like mm. I'm constantly like trying to check, like you know, how do I sound? Am I mm. in key? Am I hitting the right notes? And I find that if I get too caught up in that, it actually mm. pulls me away from the just the genuine connection with God. One hundred percent. How do you go with that? Like obviously, as a worship leader, you have a microphone, so it's yeah. like amplified to everyone, yeah. and like, it's being recorded through the desk. Exactly. And that's like, yeah. <laughs> how do you um, balance that? Like I have to check I sound good, but I also want to like lend myself to hearing God's. I think Speak to me right that now. for me, 
personally, that was part of the process of learning how mm. to mm-hmm. be on platform and learning yeah. how to worship lead, how to sing on platform. Yeah. Because like I said, when you practice something, you become confident in it. Yeah. And so with that confidence, you can kind of like, I, again, I'm not, I don't mean to sound conceited, but I know that I'm a good singer. Mm. Technically speaking, I'm a good singer and mm. I know I sound good. So I don't necessarily need to focus on that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's come from just years of doing it. Yeah. Years of singing, years of practicing, years of honing working on honing yeah. my craft precisely. And so that confidence just comes from practice. Yeah. And that's and, and again, that's that's why that process is such an important part of, mm. you know, eventually worship leading because you learn that you're like you learn where your sort of your flaws and I guess your your downfalls are early mm. in the piece. And so mm. then by the time you get to worship leading you don't have to worry about that mm. because you've already sorted that out. You've already ironed those creases out. Yeah. By the time you get to a, leading a service, you're just focusing on God. Yeah, that's it, so you know? good. That's for, that's for me yeah. personally. I don't know. You could ask a ton of other worship leaders and they might tell you completely different yeah. things. But I, yeah, it comes down to that process. It makes it sense. Like riding a bicycle, you end up mm. not having to think about the way that you press the pedals or whatever. Like exactly. You can just focus on where you're going then. <laughs> it's, exa- it's, exa- it's a great analogy. It's exactly like riding a bike. I think it's... Yeah, that's that's a really great point. I think, yeah, like you say, you you learn to just go. Okay, this is just it's kind of muscle memory. Mm. Like you know what your body's doing mm-hmm. in the same way that you know your you know what your voice is doing. You know what notes you need to hit, and you know that you can hit them. Mm. So you just kind of stop thinking about it. Yeah, you just tend to not. I don't really focus on that much at all. If there's if there's like a practice where I'm like a little bit pitchy, I'll kind of go, ooh, mm, okay, work on that. <laughs> And then I work on it, and by the time the service comes around, She's I'm, sweet. I'm good. You know, like and so that's that's the whole you know, practice is so important. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. But yeah, there I think go. that's a huge part of it. Yeah. Mm. And what about like, say you're a background vocalist, mm. and you're having an amazing moment with God. Yeah. And you're aware of the fact that you're supposed to be there to support your worship yes. leader, but your you know Holy Spirit's like overflowing in mm. your spirit, and you just mm. like feel like you just want to sing your own thing. How yeah. how would you balance that? Like, uh, what do you do? That's a great question. That's a really good question. Look, as a as a worship leader, if I see my B, if I see my BVs like really going for it, I'm like, hey, this is good, <laughs> because ultimately it means that like everyone's on the same mm. everyone's on the same page, and everyone's mm. like hearing something. That means the worship is really good because yeah. people on platform are getting revelations. But yeah. I think practically um i think just maybe just pull the microphone away <laughs> just just Enjoy so god's presence <laughs> you're like that's okay yeah you know what i mean like as long as you're not doing it for the whole 25 minutes set <laughs> like obviously you know i think that yeah there comes a and again with experience and with practice there comes mm. you, you learn that like, okay i need to sing here mm. but i can get away with not singing here generally speaking in a worship song the mm. first like verse chorus and second verse you don't really sing anyway so you have that sort of you know what 90 seconds to two mm. minutes to really just sit mm. in the presence of god and really mm. um sort of you know let him let him minister to you so that you can minister to other people yeah so good. Um, but i think yeah honestly just like pull the microphone away and just yeah. just be, like you can still worship from i mean you should be worshiping from platform yeah right so you yeah. you're still 100 percent okay with you know to do that yeah i think just pull the microphone away and just yeah. be in that moment yeah it's a beautiful moment and you don't want to miss it definitely and i think people can really pick up from that from the audience as well mm. as, as like you know wow they're really having a moment with god and it yeah 
it kind of makes it more genuine. Like the oh, whole, 100%. whole thing is more genuine. And... Yeah, because again, they're leading from a place where they've actually been before, mm. and you can tell they're like there currently. Mm. So you kind of go, okay, well they're they're having this experience, they're having this moment. That's mm. that's really cool. And again, as a worship leader, I get excited when I see that because I'm like, just go for it. Mm. That's awesome. You know. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Hmm. What about throwing all the tricky questions at oh, you? Fine. What if you're like, you know, moving in the spirit, God's doing an amazing thing, but then you're conscious of the fact that, you know, you've got a time limit for mm. worship sets. And I guess that's that balance where. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you do? <laughs> I, so I, I, at Good Life, um, I know that the service leader, whether it be Pastor Dave or, um, you know, any of our other service team will jump up when it's mm. sort of, you know, when they sort of sense that it's time mm. um so they're lending themselves to spirit as well I guess, exactly yeah. well that's exactly right and they're gonna go okay let's let's go into let's go into the message from here mm. so i just kind of i kind of just go for it mm. and you know there was a there was a service when we had um pastor kathy abraham here a couple mm. i think it was maybe three two three weeks ago mm. and the worship i think the worship maybe went oh, 10 15 minutes longer than it normally does mm. but we just kind of yeah everyone was just kind of feeling everyone was kind of really vibing that service yeah. and so we just kind of let it go yeah because pastor dave or again whoever will know that like this is a, this is a moment mm. we want to create this moment we want to let people sit in this moment and so i just i leave it up to his discretion more yeah. often than not yeah um if i can sense that maybe the congregation's not as into it then i'll kind of go mm, okay let's sort of let's just slow it down let's mm. Give them time to breathe. Yeah. Um, and at that point, they will generally jump up anyway. Yeah, yeah. So it's where the service leader and the worship leader are generally kind of, yeah. well, the host and the worship leader are generally kind of in this intrinsic yeah. thing where they're kind of going, okay, let's, yeah. That's good. And I guess that both just comes from lending yourself to Holy Spirit and trying yeah. to yeah. not not run it by an agenda and a schedule, but where God wants to take it. That's that that's right. That's right. Yeah. And you know, there like there are services that I've been in and that I've been a part of and I've worshipped led at where worship has been ninety percent of the night. Mm. We just had this crazy worship experience and kind of we're just sitting there, people are getting prayed for and mm. people are, you know it's it's a really cool moment. And so I think at, and at that point it will just keep going. Mm. Because again there's that everyone's like, Okay, we're like we're feeling this, you know, like we're kind of really. God says stop, just keep going. Like, like, like actually, we're like, I'm, I'm going to go until I can't or God says not to. Yeah, yeah. That's that's my whole philosophy yeah. around worship leading. Just go until God says stop. Yeah, that's so good. Because you know, why would I want to stick to an agenda at the, you know, at the cost of someone finding the presence of God? Mm. They could have been looking for years for all I know. Mm. So if I'm stopping the service early because well, I'm not like, you know, I'm not because I'm not feeling it or I'm mm. not, you know, I'm not feeling great that day. Yeah. I, I don't want to rob someone of that yeah. opportunity to kind of, you know, yeah. seek the presence of God. Yeah, that's um, really good. And mm. like, it's good that you're aware of like, you know, sometimes our emotional space or our head space can be, um, it doesn't lend itself to wanting to like mm. worship God mm. or to, you know, try and lead a hundred other people oh, to worshiping God and that can be really challenging. One hundred percent. I think that there, you know, there are, and again, just experientially, there have been times where I've, I've been feeling like garbage mm. and I've been on worship that I've been like mm. worship leading that, that day. Mm. But 
more often than not, it'll just be that desperation of like, okay, I'm not feeling good. Yeah. God, I need you to do something here because I can't. Yeah. I just, I can't do in myself what I, what I'm feeling I'm called to do today. Yeah. And so there are times where, where I think Bart, who's one of our other worship leaders, he's come up and he's gone, are you doing okay? And I'm like, no. And he goes, yeah, because you worship led really well. <laughs> and I kind of knew that you kind of were going through it. I went, mm. yeah, you kind of read me like a book there. Wow. Because you you just get desperate. Yeah. You know, you kind of you kind of go, I just need something. I'm handing it all over to yeah. you, God, and I'm going to let you do what you need to do with me. Because that, that translates to a good service, I feel. It's almost that like abandonment, like you said, desperation 100%. for like, I can do nothing but depend and and i need god right now and it's yeah. like so tangible that your mm. soul needs god right now and then mm. people pick up on that exactly right again there's yeah. that there's that natural overflow of like okay so he's you know the worship leader's really feeling it he's yeah. really you know um yeah he's kind of really going for it so we can follow that you know yeah. so yeah i definitely think that there's like it's 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 okay to not be doing great yeah just don't don't stay there and just lean into god just depend on him more. Just get really desperate. Mm. You kind of need that anyway. So yeah, yeah. And it's almost like that. It's okay to be vulnerable, like yeah, especially before God. But it's it's also okay to be vulnerable in a public way yeah. before God because that edifies other people's spirit and yes. people can connect with that and see the the genuity. That's how you pronounce that word mm. of mm. that and like connect with that because like a lot of people probably are at church or going through hard times themselves or yeah. maybe this yeah. is the first time they've ever been to church and that's they're right. like i'm going through a hard time what can god do for me and then to yeah. see someone who's so vulnerable before god and just like so vulnerable in their desperation for mm. god yeah i think that speaks a lot you know to people 100 percent. and i think it, it again it comes down to i every service i believe no one's in that room by accident mm. the people who are in that room are the ones that need to be in that room mm. you know like i I, I truly believe that and so I think yeah. I carry that with me every service that I worship lead because I'm like there's someone in here that needs something I don't yeah. know everyone's situation but yeah. and I've said that I've said that from from platform before I'm like I don't know what your situation is but I know that you're here for a reason you're not here by accident God's yeah. brought you to this service for a reason yeah and there have been plenty of times where people have you know made the decision to to follow Jesus off the back of that which yeah. is a huge honor and that's why you do it so yeah that's, that's what amazing. I. That's how I feel about, about that. That's so good. Yeah. Oh, so many great things, and I think like it really helps us to see the heart of our our worship leaders is like they're mm. not, they're not doing it for them. They're not doing it to hear yeah. their own voice. Like they are genuinely mm. up there communicating the love of God. And, that's right. And, that's right. Yeah. If I wanted to sing for my for my own sake, I've got other projects that I have yeah. that I can do that with. Mm. So I don't need to do it here because yeah. I've got other, I've got a whole, I've got car rides. I've got, like, I've got a whole other band outside of church that I, that I can use to, yeah. you know, sing for myself. Yeah. I don't need to yeah. do that here yeah. at church because that's not the point. That's not the purpose. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. So good. Mm. Um, well, to sum up, what, um, what advice would you have to give for people who, you know, they are feeling called to, mm. you know, entering the creative team, singing mm. on platform, or, you know, they've just started singing, you know, yeah. like what, what kind of advice do you have for people? Yeah. Look, okay. So first and foremost, 
No one's going to know you want to join the team if you don't tell someone you want to join the team. Great advice. So, <laughs> no one's going to come up and ask you. No one's going to go, no one's going to sit and go, hmm, I think you'd be all right at singing. Yeah. No, no, no one's really going to do that. You've got to just tell someone. Yeah. And you know what? Worship leaders are not, you know, protected species. Please, if you see a worship leader and you're like, I've, you know, I really vibe with them on a service and I feel like I could, I could do that eventually. Tell, tell me or whoever's worship leader. Mm. I want to, you know, mm. because then I can point them in the direction of my creative director mm. who gives you the right process to follow to get on team. Because we always want to build the team. We yeah. always want to build a creative team. Yeah. And we want people who have a heart to, to worship God. Mm. And so if you're, if you're feeling called to do that, mm-hmm. just tell someone. Mm-hmm. Please tell someone because we're not going to know unless you say something. Yeah. Um, if you've just started singing, um, and this may sound rich coming from someone who said that I have never, they've never <laughs> trained before, but it's not because I don't feel like I need it. It's because lessons are, they, they, they can be very expensive. Yeah. They can. But all that being said, if you've just started singing, yeah, practice as much as you can. And mm. if you're in a position to do so, go get some lessons mm. because you'll learn the foundations and the very basics mm. of singing and, you know vocal endurance which is a huge thing because mm. sometimes a 25 minute set if you're playing if you're singing a really big song it can really wear you down so yeah. you know you've really you've, you've got to make sure you're okay to do it so mm. I, I would definitely suggest tell someone that mm. you want to be on creative team that you mm. want to be on a creative team because they're not going to know otherwise mm. and and if you've just started singing or if you've just started playing any instrument or doing anything creative look up how you can get better mm. and research how you can do get better. YouTube yeah. is a platform that's available for everyone. You heard of that free website, YouTube? Yeah. So you <laughs> I think can, I've heard of yeah, it. Yeah, so you can jump on that. And there's there's warm-up exercises, there's singing lessons on YouTube. Yeah, there yeah. are so many free and available resources. Yeah. Um, get, like, make a conceited and, a, a, you know, a, a pointed effort mm. to, to be better. Not because mm. you're bad, but because there's always room to improve. Yeah. Um, that's what I hope that's the advice that I'd give to someone yeah. who wants to join a creative team or has just started. Yeah, great. Yeah. yeah. And what about people who well, I guess we kind of touched on it before, you know, those people who are see themselves as the worship leader but currently BVs, like we said before. Yeah. You know, stick at it, endure the growth process. But again, tell someone. <laughs> absolutely communicate that because, you know, they may not people may not necessarily see it. Mm. And it's not through any fault or anything of your own. It's just that people aren't necessarily knowing what they're looking for. Yeah. And so I think definitely let someone know, like, hey, I feel like I, you know, I'm called to do this mm. eventually. Mm. And the response will not ever really be that negative. Mm. I, I, don't, I don't see a world, especially on, on this creative team where someone goes, mm, you know, maybe not. Like they don't, they, no one will shoot you down mm. straight away. No mm. one will. It, it's, all, it's all very encouraging. So just tell someone you want to do that. Yeah. Please let someone know because yeah. if you do feel like you want to to do that and you don't say anything and you let that, op- that you let that opportunity go by, mm. then you've missed out on an opportunity arbitrarily because you didn't want to say anything to anyone. Yeah, and you, didn't, you thought you'd get shut down immediately. Definitely. It would never happen. And I think like, you know, if God is nudging you towards something, that's a reason he's nudging you towards something. So yeah, 100%. You know, if he's, if you're feeling like yeah. he's pushing you towards joining the creative team, even though you might think I'm not very good or I haven't been doing this for very long or yeah. whatever it is, it I think matter. lend yourself to the process. God yeah. is going to do amazing things in your heart. 100%. Yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah. You have to trust that process. Mm. You have to. 
because there's a reason it's there. Mm. Um, but yeah, communicate to sum up, to communicate with relevant leaders and do what you can to improve. Yeah. Or to you know to work on and hone your craft. So good. Yeah. And don't don't shy away from the fact you won't be worship leading two days after you say, "Hey, I want to yeah, <laughs> yeah. sign up for the creative." If you, if, you, if, you, if you rock up on a Tuesday night for your first creative, chances are you won't be on that Sunday, <laughs> and that's okay because there's a vetting process that's in place, and yeah. we need to make sure that we've got because we, we as much as we we look for the heart, we do want a culture of excellence in our creative team too, yeah. and so I think that's where like the practical vetting audition processes come mm, into it yeah and don't be nervous about auditions either because mm. everyone's had to do it mm. i've had to do it all of our worship leaders have had to do it mm. <laughs> it's something that everyone and no one's immune to to auditions yeah so it's just a chance to you know improve and get feedback on that's right on what you're oh doing. and absolutely yeah be friendly to feedback yeah please be friendly to feedback because there's going to be a lot of it yeah you know a couple of weeks ago um one of my one of our other worship leaders came up to me and said, hey, I've got some feedback for you. Mm-hmm. And I went, okay, good. I'm glad about that. Mm. You need to be friendly to feedback mm. because otherwise that's, you need to, you, you can't teach stagnate, that. stagnate, I guess. You can't teach yeah. that either. There's yeah. no way to improve on someone. There's no, there's no way to teach someone who goes, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good, thank you. Mm. <laughs> you know? You're unteachable. Yeah, yeah, and that's not, that doesn't work. Yeah. You know, I think that's probably the only time that someone would yeah. maybe not be as receptive to you wanting to push forward because yeah. they kind of go well there are some things we need to work on mm. if you're not willing to do that then yeah we need to work out where we can go from here but that's an extreme circumstance yeah. i feel that's not that's not the general yeah. person who wants to join a worship team definitely so. and i think you know some of us can be sensitive to feedback especially if we're yeah. you know really self-critical but i think mm. you know reminding ourselves that who are we doing it for we're we doing it for ourselves or god and yeah. Um, if we if we are genuinely doing this for God, we should have the heart that we want to bring our best before Him. We bring our first yeah. fruits before Him, and if that means that we receive feedback on the way that we're singing, so that we can sing better and better glorify God, then mm. I think that's something we should all be um, striving after. Yeah. If you're not doing that, then there's not really a lot of point to mm. doing it. I feel. I feel anyway, and mm. I you know I may <laughs> that may alienate some people, and I apologize if that's cut across some people's bowels. That's not my intention, but Mm. it's true I, I think you need to be teachable yeah. and you need to be a person that can accept feedback yeah humble yeah. hearts exactly right yeah. yeah I love that thank you so much I feel like I learned so much and I don't I'm even glad. you know sing for church but like I've learned so much about um, you know worship leading and mm. just yeah creating that atmosphere for God that it Good. always starts with you know yourself and and yeah. you getting that connection with God and just That's letting good. it pour out God's gonna do the rest because that's right. We are all his children and that's he loves ex- us all. That's exactly so. right. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Thanks for having and me. And I hope you guys like found this really um, helpful. If if people want to find you, Jack, and they yes. want to follow you, where can they go? How do they find um, you on socials? I'm on, uh, I'm on Facebook. Look up Jack Black. I'll... Not the, not the um, not, actor? Yeah, no, not the actor. <laughs> I'll be there. You'll find me. Um, and on Instagram, I'm at jack.black. Spell it all out. J-A-C-K-D-O-T-B-L-A-C-K. Ah, love it. Dot D-O-T, not yeah. just a dot. Don't put the dot there. Love I mean, it. You can, but it won't find me. Yeah. There you go. Follow him. He's an amazing singer. I hope you've all been blessed by this podcast and hope you guys have an amazing week. Yeah. Bye.